You are now tapped into I Am Clearly, a podcast. Every Wednesday, join us as we openly discuss real-life experiences and significant tools to help you live a clearly balanced life in every aspect. I'm your host, Alicia Lee. Now let's vibe. Welcome to another session of I Am Clearly A Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Lee. So we've got another dope entrepreneur in the mix today. Our guest is a full-stack, self-made businesswoman who started her first business as a tool to help her navigate through college. Now she has two businesses under one roof, including loose sleep teas, real estate, and energy coaching. She recently merged both companies into one powerhouse business and wanted to share her wisdom with you. Take out your notepad because this is providing wisdom that's valuable. So without further ado, meet Kristen. Kristen. All right. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're just going to get right into it because I don't want to take up too much of your time. Just if you can let the people know or our listeners know who you are, where you're from and what is it that you do? Uh, so yes, hi everyone. I am Kristen. Um, I go by Kristen Iman. I am the owner of Wealth Tea, as well as Wealth Ownership. So recently, I've merged two of my business entities into um, kind of like a full service uh, opportunity, in a sense. So I started off with Wealth Tea as an herbal tea company, um, where we have a specific chakra tea collection that work on pretty much anything that you can think of from head to toe and they're all herbal loose tea blends and then also with wealth ownership of the services that we offer with that include real estate in DC working on Maryland and then also guided meditation and energy coaching oh you you cover a lot (laughs) (laughs) so that's actually a part of like the creation of it originally started as wealth ownership and so I created that for me before I knew I really needed it. But I had learned um, back in college that there's this idea called the circle of life. And there's about um, seven tiers that are our major focuses in life that we have to work on. Mm-hmm. And so I use the acronyms for wealth ownership um, to bring those seven tiers together and so that accurate, like, so wealth ownership is actually an acronym and that's where wealth T kind of grew from wealth ownership. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the acronym? So uh, wealth ownership stands for wisdom, ethereal, anatomic, location, township, heart, and ownership. And so with time, there will be businesses for each one of those acronyms Um, but as of now like the simple breakdown for each acronym wisdom is the educational piece of our lives making sure that we're constantly growing constantly learning Um, ethereal is our spiritual connection and how we relate to our higher self and atomic is our physical health Uh, township is our community Um, I feel like I'm missing a letter L is location so that kind of deals with where you are so yeah, it kind of just deals with where you are. Like, are you in a space, whether it's your home, city, country that actually vibrates properly for you? Heart is, are you doing anything in your life that deals with what you're passionate about and what you love to do? And then ownership is making sure that you own 
um, you know, own, whether it's a business, whether it's investing uh, or whatever, like being able to get into a space of ownership so that you have a say in your life. Very intentional. I like that. I mean, I I created it as a track for me to kind of stay, stay in alignment in my own life. And it just grew into a business. So, so how long have you been at it? Um, so wealth ownership, that idea started in early 2019. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I actually quit my job, uh, fall of 2019 and I was already licensed as a real estate agent, but I wasn't active because I, for me, I just didn't find the proper brokers that are actually connected with and felt supported. Mm-hmm. And so I actually ended up getting connected in, in uh, what was that, fall of 2020 with the proper group that I felt connected to that I could actually exercise my real estate uh, attributes in and skills. Um but I launched Wealth Tea spring of 2020. So right as the pandemic was, well, actually the development of it, the idea of it actually was was spring of 2020 and the actual launch was uh, fall of 2020 as well with the real estate launch. So that's kind of the timeline-ish. <laughs> okay, so what, I know you said that you started, um, you started your brand to basically help yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So what made you say, like, this is something that I want to share with the rest of the world? I just saw the benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, it was main, yeah, it was mainly the benefits. And a huge part of launching Wealth Teeth in specific, specifically, because um, wealth ownership didn't really become a business until recently when I launched the services. So I launched the herbal teas because I saw how excited everyone was about health when the pandemic came about. Right. And uh, something just kept saying, like, inside, I'm just like, I don't want people to forget this one, like, you know, forget this health push and this health, healthy type of lifestyle once the subsiding of this pandemic happens and in the meantime um simultaneously I was I was uh working or building the YouTube platform with my sister where we would have tea talks and ideally I was like all right well let me see if I can find a tea company that will sponsor us and that way we can promote their brand and have tea conversations and grow that way and I was like "Mm, I feel like I could do this on my own (laughs) like uh, there was like this moment in my career when I was looking to leave the job that I had Mm -hmm. and try to find another job Um, this is a little bit of a sidebar but I was trying to apply for like apply for other jobs and it was just something would never let me hit submit like I would fill the whole application out and I was just not submitted and so that's when I knew I'm like okay jobs is just not it's not going to work out and it's the same kind of idea that I had when I was you know looking for a tea sponsor just like I just don't want to ask anyone else to do this for me you know it was just that and so I was just like I can do this myself like I already have been studying herbs I've already been drinking herbal tea like for years prior so I was just like yeah and I saw like there was a gap, like, you know, like there was this herbal, there's an actual herbal tea shop in DC that has one or two chakra teas, but they don't have the full collection. So that's where I saw, you know, opportunity. 
and then um and then with the chakras like I also was just like this is like because it was so helpful for me of understanding spirituality and connecting how important it is to show up as your authentic self in every area of your life including your spirituality and bringing that to the forefront um I just wanted to be able to create a space where people would learn about the chakras in a safe space while they're also you know enjoying the 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 benefits of the herbal teas okay yeah nice so for those who are listening that may not be familiar with chakras can you explain and like break down what the seven chakras are Mm -hmm. so there are a lot of chakras but the main seven uh, are the ones that we work with, with the teas and the herbal tea. And so the basis of chakras are that they're energy centers. They are everything in this world, in a sense, is working on a vibration in a certain vibration. And our chakras are aligned and in tune with specific vibrations. And those vibrations are within us they're around us they're you know they're in the trees outside like all of these things are vibrating at a certain level and so how the chakras are simply broken down is the seven they go from I guess your pelvic bone on up to your um your head or your crown so if you start down at your pelvic bone you have the root chakra the root chakra is red it is and the energy of the root chakra specifically focuses on your groundingness um your your ancestral heritage like you know who you were before you were actually here like your dna kind of is attached to it um that idea of generational curses is attached to that so it's just like that idea of whatever was passed down to you from your ancestors and um not to stop at the curses because also gifts from your ancestors have been passed on to you as well through your root chakra um and this is the first chakra that's activated upon birth uh, as you move up to your sacred chakra, I'm trying to make sure I covered everything that's necessary. Um, the long version of it is it'll take a whole hour by itself. So <laughs> I'm going to keep this simple. <laughs> the uh, sacred chakra is right above your, and they're all like along your spinal cord in a sense. So it's like right in the middle of your body. So your sacred chakra is located right under your navel, about two or three fingers um, under your navel, right in the middle. And this one is, um, it's emphasized by the color orange. And so the energy of this one deals with your sexuality and creativity. And so once you get through your your sense of security through your root chakra, and you can feel confident in your, your, your space of where you are in life, you can then start working on your sacred chakra where you can deal with, you know, how do you deal with pleasure? How do you balance pleasure? How do you use your pleasure and your pleasure senses to get things done and to be creative and to allow that creative energy to flow and embracing it? Um, then you move up to your solar plexus chakra, which is about three to four fingers above your navel. And this one is emphasized by the color yellow. And so the energy for this one deals with your ego, um, your, your sense of identity. It deals with your ability to get things done or your willpower. And so this is your space of active. It's your space of fire. What really gets you going? This is your protection space. Um, This is like the backbone of like you having those gut instincts of what feels right, what doesn't feel right. And you've been able to act on those things accordingly. It's like you're always related to your second brain. Your stomach is your second brain. And this is the area in which embodies that. Um, There's probably a lot that I'm missing in the the information. But again, it's a brief overview. You're doing great. (laughs) 
<laughs> so the fourth chakra in the chakra flow, this is your gateway. This is your bridge. Um, and that's the heart chakra. And so the heart chakra is right in, in between your breastbone. And it's emphasized by the color green, but also can be emphasized by the color pink. And so this is your space where you want to get into the rhythm of unstuck energy and being able to love and give love unconditionally. Um, I also like to tie this into your passion. Like, what are you passionate about? Are you, you know, relating or doing anything about your passionate area? Like, do you have any passion pro projects, whether that's a business or just an activity or a hobby? Like, are you doing anything that fulfills you and really makes you feel whole each and every day? Um, and that's your heart chakra. And again, this is the bridge or the gateway where the energy of your heart chakra connects your higher chakras to your lower chakras. So the first three are your more earthly grounding chakras, while the top three are um, your more spiritual connected. And your heart is right here in the middle to kind of bridge that to allow the energies to flow properly. Um, your throat chakra is emphasized by the color blah, 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 blue. <laughs> it's more of a lighter blue and it's right literally uh, at your throat. And this one is, is focused on your ability to express yourself. Um, you've been able to listen as well as communicate effectively. Um, being able to also take into of the, the inner voices, you know, um, whether it's instincts or, or God, you know, speaking to you, being able to actively listen to those things, being able to be a great listener when you have social cues, like all of those things are connected to your way of expressing, but also receiving expression from others. Um, your third eye chakra is the one uh, where it is, what's the color um it's violet excuse me and this one focuses on your awareness and in that space it's being able to be aware again of that the things that you can actually see but also in the back of those those spiritual energies um, being able to see vibrations being able to see and feel auras um, being able to see things before they happen because you're in tune with your intuition in regards to your you know your divine being able to to guide you in those ways um, and really having a good balance of understanding your spiritual self and your physical self and bringing those two together and then your crown chakra which is your seventh one this deals with everything godlike um, or your divinity this is emphasized by the color purple gold as well as white and so this is just simply the energy of connectivity to your divine that 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 vibrating on the on your highest level um and yeah just like if you can imagine Jesus, that idea of Jesus and Jesus being connected to God, it's that capacity that we also have to be able to say, you know, to be able to feel one with earth, one with God, one with nature, one with our um, friends, our family. It's just about that connectivity. Nice. I really like how yeah. you explained all of those. Because <laughs> you also threw in Thank you. that I've never heard of. And when I heard it, I was like, dang, I didn't know that. <laughs> Like, I would have never known that the yeah. root chakra is the first chakra that gets activated when you're born. I, and, mm -hmm. and what's connected to your root chakra, like your ancestral past and stuff, I would have never known that that was connected to your root chakra. So thank you for yeah. that. No problem, no problem. There's more where that came from, but yeah. I, 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 sure. And when you said that there's more than seven, I was like, wait, there is? Mm -hmm. Yes, wow. ma'am. It's a lot more. Um, I'm, and I'm I'm still a student myself. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't gotten to 
the full array of understanding each and every chakra, the minor chakras are what they call. Uh, yeah. But I definitely, you know, like I know, I know it when I see it um, and when I need it, I know how to tap into it. But yeah, I haven't learned how to teach it yet. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's so interesting the more you know <laughs> yeah yeah it, it goes on forever <laughs> spirituality is really never ending yeah <laughs> it's so yeah. much to learn about spirituality because it's all connected to yourself yeah and that's the most important part is like shaping it for you you know it doesn't look the same for everyone you know one person may only wear white because that's how they feel you know their uh, connectivity is and one person might wear baggy jeans and a t-shirt you know like it doesn't matter like you know none of the physical things matter nothing like the way that we pray the word that you use it doesn't matter it's all just the vibration and how you how you mentally connect with it you know how you make sense out of it at the end of the day that's so important that you say that because with the rise of spirituality that we see on media and social media, it's like everybody goes towards the same thing. And it kind of it kind of discourages other people that's getting into spirituality because it's like, well, I see somebody doing this. I see somebody burning sage. I see somebody, you know, praying and talking this way what should I be doing? So that's important that that you said that, you know, spirituality does look different for everybody else. Mm -hmm. It does. Um, That's at least has been my take on it. Um, And it's very true. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, because you, you, it's like, it's more inclusive Mm -hmm. versus not you know like you want people to go back into their inner selves of understanding who they are and we don't like you know like we weren't made to look the same if we did we would look the same (laughs) we would do everything the exact same but that's not how we were created we were created to bring our different awarenesses and our different and uniqueness so that we can all grow together like that's how it's supposed to be absolutely i agree (laughs) I agree. And I'm sure those that are listening, I'm sure somebody else agrees also. (laughs) So I have a question. So if say, if, you know, someone finds you, they want to, you know, pursue with um, booking a consultation with you, what is a one-on-one consultation like with you? So I use the chakras as a template as to what areas to focus on. Um, and my sessions can be a one-time session where I can kind of just help with pinpointing what areas you might want to start focusing on, or it can be, um, the most I've done is 19 weeks. And so what the 19 weeks look like is being able to have multiple sessions in each one of the chakra areas. To me, um, you know, like, to me, they have, like, you have to unblock all of them majority of the time. Some people, like, you know, like, you may be better at one than the other, but we're Mm -hmm. constantly evolving, and so, you know, you might not understand, or you might not notice by yourself that one of them might need a little tuning and tweaking to be updated with the person that you're becoming, so um, I like to, for the 19 week to really focus on all of them, and so typically what happens in the consultation is y'all get an idea as to, one, your budget, two, what your overall desire is. And then I'll kind of give an overview of what to expect on my end. Uh, from there, I'll send out an email where there's a, a deeper survey, um, about I think about five pages long. And I'm asking you specific questions to kind of dig deeper as to want to dig deeper, but also to un, un, 
unfold anything that you may have missed um, and didn't know that you needed to work on. So I'll take that, those questionnaires that kind of are focused around each chakra so I can know what chakra to bring up. Um, and then I'll also ask questions about personal goals. Like, what do you want to see? What do you want to achieve in the time in which you will be working together? Because I'm going to couple your goals, your, uh, your chakras, bring those together to be able to help you one, get the, like, you know, just be able to, to create the person that you need to be in order to get those goals done while unblocking any chakras that may be holding you back from getting it done. Now, are these uh, virtual um, consultations over the phone? Mm -hmm. Yep, so they're virtual. Um, and then I also uh, do include the tea. So if you do like, a, if you do the 19 week where we're working on all seven of the chakras, I'll send out all seven of the chakras for you to, chakra teas for you to drink as we're going through each session. Um, and if you're like doing like, you know, um, nine sessions and we're only working on two or three chakras, I'll send out the two or three chakra teas that work align with those chakras um but yeah so they're usually online um I, I start out well let me say virtually I'll start out with a guided meditation to kind of help bring us in make sure that we're you know together and you're not everywhere else yeah. uh from there we'll kind of I teach like depending on that person if I need to teach them you know the chakras from the beginning I'll teach to take time to teach that particular chakra uh, we'll have a question and answer session where I can kind of like help them into the classwork in a sense because it's usually active classwork and then I'll give a homework and we'll close out um, with a guided meditation to to go away with um, all our sessions usually are recorded for them to be able to have for playback if they you know need to use it later um, they'll have access to that and um, I'm typically available as well for questions in, bet in between if need be. But we, um, after the first session, usually we'll have like time for debriefing, like, hey, you know, you know, if there's anything, blah, 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 that we need to discuss before we get into the work. And we'll have time for that. Um, most sessions do run past the hour block, but um, we're Sounds only like it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that it's very in depth and that, you know, you dig a little deeper to, to really provide a resource for them to, you know, get down to the, like the actual root of it as to what it is that they want to do and what do they want from your services. Yeah. And the part that I um, also have found helpful is the guided meditations. Because um, once you figure out, because sometimes one We'll do a guided meditation in between as well. If, I, if that person can't think of what, you know, the answer to the question, sometimes, you know, being able to pause and do a meditation may help them bring up the answer, mm -hmm. but also at the end where we're closing out and, you know, if I do the af like an affirmation guided meditation is being able to speak that newness into that person so that they can, you know, continue to shed the old skin that's no longer serving them. Um, so, and that usually kind of like help brings it all together too. Okay. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely, you know, separates you from so many other people that offer that service be because you are really working with them and like making that connection versus just, I'm just going to ask you a couple questions just to help you figure out what it is that you want to do. Like you're really making that actual energetic connection. That's, that's important to connect yeah. with somebody energetically in order to really help them to guide them you know and to to bring things to light that they may not even be aware of right um I mean these, and these are all the tools that I've learned over the 10 years of of I would say 
being present yeah. <laughs> or going to be wearing that I've been on this 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 earth for 30 years but for the last at least 10 years I've been choosing uh, my own life you know I've been making decisions and making choices towards living my own life versus you know living what people were telling me and right. so in those 10 years these are like all the tools from all the seminars all the webinars like hours and hours and thousands of dollars that I've spent on you know those that personal development and then you know entwining that with the spiritual levels of training that I've been through um just really understanding what people like me need you know like it's it's partly one of the main things that we battle with is our environment like you know waking up in the same house every day you forget that dang I forgot I was a new person today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like having you know like you know uh driving the same way to work and somebody haunts at you and you go back into that moment of cussing them out too you know you forget like oh wait I'm better than this <laughs> so those meditations and the classes kind of help with reaffirming the okayness to to outgrow that space um and I'm like, you like, I'm like the biggest cheerleader for most people. Like, <laughs> you know, like I want to see you prosper. I want to make sure that you get it because that light is just going to help so many more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, like the that. butterfly effect. That's nice. I like that because people like you are needed in community and especially small spaces where people just really want to break that that I can't say it's a curse, but people really want to break that mindset of con complacency. Mm -hmm. Like they they know that they want to do better and be better, but it's like, how? Mm -hmm. So I, I like that you are, you know, like you coin yourself to be the biggest cheerleader. I read your reviews. I can yeah. tell it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was looking at the reviews. I was like, oh, snap. I think I might want to start <laughs> And I'm taking on new clients, so feel free when you're ready. <laughs> like, dang, she might be able to help me. <laughs> but, All right, so I have a question. Like, with um, with starting this journey, um, what has been your biggest failure, and what have you learned from that? Oh, uh, <laughs> that's always tough. I'm very optimistic in general. Like. <laughs> I could be in the middle of a thunderstorm and I'm thinking about all the flowers that's going to grow. Like, <laughs> uh, um, I can say my biggest failure. Um, I feel like I would say the biggest failure was forgetting to ground myself and forgetting all the work and personal development I did before quitting my job. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I felt the route that I took before quitting my job where if we go backwards a little bit before I answer that question I had looking back on it now um, I used to blame everybody else but looking back on it now and this person that I am now I chose daily not to be grounded and not to be grateful before going into my job mm -hmm. so and I started to see like, because it was a lot of people and I'm, I love this part, but it was a lot of people around me who were saying like, why do you still have a job? You know, like all of this that you have going for, because I had, well, I still have um, an active network marketing business that taught me majority of my business um, skill sets. 
and it was like, you know, you can just like put a little more energy into your business and you don't have to have a job. And so instead of which I would have done now, like if I would have known what I know now, then yeah. um, I would have continued to use that job. You know, I could I would have continued to use it versus seeing it as a burden. Mm-hmm. And one when, when I, at that time, as I was seeing it as a burden and something that was holding me back, I became ungrateful. So mm-hmm. work became harder and harder for no reason. Like it was an easy job, very easy. Like a child could do it. <laughs> so it didn't have to be hard, but I created that, uh, that weight because I was just so ungrateful and just ready to go versus just being grateful, still being able to create the energy I needed to give more to my business. And, um, and that way, when I did quit, I wasn't going, like, I wouldn't have been burnt out because I was burnt out. I was, I burnt myself out <laughs> and I had to recover. Like it took me about a month or two to recover energetically after I quit the job. So I really didn't even go right into building my businesses. I had to, to kind of go within and, and, and um, just be by myself in a sense for a while before I could actually like, okay, this is who I am again. Like I could have been discovering that along the way of having a job, but it is what it is. Yeah. I learned it either way, <laughs> but that I would have definitely uh, changed that had I known. <laughs> now, if you don't mind me asking, what was your job prior? Uh, so actually, because um, <laughs> this is an interesting story too, we won't get into the depth of it, but I had studied computer science at North Carolina A&T. And okay. I honestly was never motivated or excited about computer science. I was just excited about innovation. I was excited okay. about technology. I was excited about ideas. And so that probably wouldn't have been something else I would have switched um, in regards to going into college, uh, figuring out a major that worked towards that versus computer science, because I am not a programmer. Uh, so <laughs> once I graduated, I didn't go into computer science. I went and got a government job. So um, I had started as a customer service rep this mayor rewards program uh, that the mayor had to kind of help build the community and DC residents to get jobs in the city. Okay. Um, so I was just a customer service rep at a recreation center. Um, once I got tired of them, <laughs> I ended up getting a job with what's called the Office of Administrative Hearings. Um, as a, at first it was like a front desk clerk, and then I got promoted to um, legal. Uh, legal something, legal administrator, and then I also got promoted to legal administrator specialist. Okay. So yeah, so mainly like clerical. Yeah, easy okay. stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very easy for us to do. Like with everybody, you know, starting their business, and you got that one person in your ear. Like you might want to, you know, put all your energy into your business instead of working this job. But really, mm-hmm. you can balance the two out. Right. Yeah, so that's you sure that's, can. That's uh, good advice. Basically, is yeah. to uh, be grateful, <laughs> create that that positive energy because you get yeah. you can reap the benefits from working a job and also having a business, a business mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, because so that I, money I, definitely help a lot more. Um, one absolutely. of the things I never wanted to do in business was chase customers for money like I never like you know like because that gives out of a different energy versus understanding you know being at peace with just like the product or the service itself is a reward and you know in return money comes but 
you know, having to chase a customer to pay a bill, like that's not, (laughs) that's not fun. So having that job or that just income that's already there to be able to fund into your business and your projects or passion projects is definitely the better way to go. Absolutely. Because people can sense when they're funding your lifestyle. (laughs) So especially when it's intentional, like, you know, I'm putting this stuff out here to help a community or to help a village, then people can sense that also and they buy into it and know that what they are receiving in return is something that is pure and genuine versus just something that's been you know drop shipped or something (laughs) yeah 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 like I'm just you know I'm just here for the money (laughs) exactly exactly and I like the fact that you said that your tea is actually you said it's loose leaf Mm -hmm. and that is very rare to come by because So many people have teas, but they're already put into the bag. So to kind of circle back to um, your teas, do you put everything together yourself? Like you find all the herbs and you put everything together? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, so at the end of this too, make sure you message me so I can send you some tea. Okay. Um, I'll actually, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll email you a, a code and that way you can just order tea that you need. Okay, um, you. Of course. Thank you for the, uh, for this opportunity to talk with you. And yeah, so the herbs um, I did in my, in my research and in my life of doing lift, drinking herbal teas. Um, it's just like, it's more potent. Um, it's less fluff. Like, you know, you can't fake it when you can see it. You can see the herbs, um, you know, like you, you, you have, like, it's just like a level of trueness, you know, it's, it's a level of that customer being able to see what they're getting and really being able to connect with the herbs and um, hopefully, you know, that inspires them to also look into the herbs so they can know better what it's doing for them and help aid the herbs to do what it needs to do. Um, but yep, I <clears throat> outsource them from California. Um, there's two specific um, um, herbal companies that I get my herbs from. So at the beginning, I pretty much just, I, how did I put it together? So I pretty much knew specifically what I wanted the teas to do um, in regards to the space and how they connect with the chakras and then learning um, all of the physical connections that the chakras are, chakras connect to uh, because that's where the teas kind of come in like the teas and spirituality because the herbs you know they go into your physical body but our chakras and those those physical body and those physical areas can show you that you might be blocked in a specific chakra space so if you're having chest pains yes it could be because you could you eat french fries every day but you might be, you know, craving that French fries because it's filling a void that you don't have in regards to your love life. Right. So it's just like being able to understand that these these physical pains or the physical pleasures, they're attached to our spiritual life, um, our mental life. They're all attached and they all combine into one. And so having that mindset when I created the herbs, um, I specifically only have seven herbs in each tea with seven specific tea blends. Um, and I wanted those specific herbs to kind of touch on those specific, uh, physical body parts. And so just after doing my research and just being able to curate it, it came natural when I, when I got the, the herbs and was able to start putting the blends together. Like, like, I think I got it right on the first go for all except for one. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I only tweak the sacred chakra just a little bit. Like the rest of them is just like, once I got them, I knew exactly what herbs would come together perfectly. Um, and would give the feeling that I wanted it to feel, but yeah, it was just, it's just interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. I'm sitting here listening like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pure intentions for me. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I try like, it's, it's so many people out here trying to, you know, like get over on people. It's just like, why? You know, like there's like, and I truly believe it's so much abundance and opportunity for us that we don't have to pull wool over people's eyes. Like just intense, like just, just, just. Be. Yeah. <laughs> be real yeah <laughs> I get it <laughs> so um before we go I have one last question to ask you if you could turn back um in in time and talk to your 18 year old self what would you tell her what advice would you give her <laughs> um I hope, so the first thing that came to mind, and then I'll give my uh, politically correct answer. The first, <laughs> the first thing that honestly came to my mind was don't listen to your mother. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So my mom, she's very safe. She's very safe and very protective. She has so many things that I definitely have uh, picked up from her and that I keep, but that that's safe and that that can also translate into scariness and fear and so um she projected that on me and I accepted it at younger age and so I am constantly and I'm actually I think I'm like right here at the cusp of like girl I'm done (laughs) I'm done with that like latch of fear when it comes to our relationship uh but yeah like she like the crazy thing is just thinking about it. Like I know I didn't tell her till months later that I quit my job because I knew she would try to convince me to go back yeah. or not quit at all. And it's, and that's okay. You know, but I just knew, and again, it goes back to that environment of understanding that, you know, your environment can suck you back into the person that you are trying to outgrow. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to outgrow it, you know, you want things that are going to be conducive to that new person. And so I knew I couldn't tell her, um, because she did what she she did like once once I did tell her she's like well you're gonna apply for this job you're gonna apply for this job love her love her love her love her she's been supporting me no matter what but she still would throw that little level of like I'm a little scared of what you're doing over there you know so so that would be um the first thing of like be okay with in a sense filtering the information that you take from any person um in general Um, my mom was just the first person that came to mind but in general be okay with asking questions and filtering who you get your advice from. Mm-hmm. Um, be confident in your relationship within. Like you don't have to search nowhere else. God is already within you and you will be good no matter what. Um, and I think those two things would have truly, and love. I think that the third piece would be love. Um, loving and, and loving myself and being able to give love and receive love unconditionally would have been helpful yeah. <laughs> back in and back in my college days uh, <laughs> but yeah I think those would be the three is um filter who you're getting advice from be confident within you and within your relationship with God and then love on you first so 
Absolutely. I love that. So for anyone who's 18 and under who has who's received that message, even yeah. if you're over and still need yeah. to hear it, <laughs> that's important. I love that. All right. Well, Ms. Kristen, before we let you go, where can our listeners find out more about you and to purchase some tea? Yes. So uh, my website is wealth-t.com. So wealth is W-E-A-L-T-H a dash and then tea.com and on that you can find the teas as well as the services um you'll see at the top of the page or um in the little menu bar the products and then there'll be a section for services i'm on social media uh facebook you can find me at the wealth tea so t-h-e-w-e-a-l-t-h-t-e-a and then i'm on instagram you can also i guess yeah um, you can do the wealthy. That's the easy one, or wealthy X A F. So either one, but the wealthy. If you Google it, you, you it's going it's going to lead you to me. Google, <laughs> she is yes. Google. Okay, yeah, I am Googleable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love that. I love that. Well, you guys, you know where to find her. Please make sure you tap in and grab your teas today. Today, yeah. And, and I appreciate you. Yes, no problem. No problem. Thank you for tapping in on this week's session of I Am Clearly a Podcast. For more information on this week's session, check us out on Instagram at I Am Clearly a Podcast, as well as Facebook at I Am Clearly a Podcast. As always, subscribe to the show so you know when we release a new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to provide you with the content you deserve. See you next week.